For over a decade, TSIA has been helping member companies with as-a-service transformation, moving from a transactional business model to one that is anchored on recurring revenues. For most companies not born in the cloud, this transformation has been long and arduous. But we are rapidly coming to the conclusion that the impact of AI on technology business models is going to make the as-a-service transformation look like a walk in the park. I'm Thomas Law, the Executive Director of the Technology and Services Industry Association, and welcome to Tectonic, the podcast where we explore what makes technology companies successful in today's world. And this is a mini episode. It's a bonus episode. And today we're going to be discussing the impact AI is having on technology business models and the new research journey TSIA is launching related to AI. So let's get this insight engine humming. And to help me with this discussion, I'm going to bring in a fellow TSIA researcher, George Humphrey. George, uh, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Sure thing. Thank you, Thomas, for having me join you today. So with TSIA, I've been here for 11 years now, and I'm responsible for what we call our offering and service delivery research practices. That includes offering management, professional support, field management, safety services, customer success, and so on. I've uh, been in the technology industry. I'm going to start measuring it in decades now. So just a little more than three decades. Sounds a lot better than how old I really am. But uh, yeah, so so I, I have the pleasure of helping organizations go through some of the toughest transformations that they face, make some of the hardest decisions that they have to make to go from bad to good, from good to great, or if they're great, to stay great. So that's my role. Fantastic. Well, welcome to Tectonic. And, you know, the topic at hand here is AI, and there's just tons of hype surrounding AI, as you know. And our mission at TSIA is to separate fiction from fact for our members. Um, and the fact is, I mean, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about this. We do believe AI is going to disrupt tech business models. And to kick off this new research journey, you and I authored a blog that describes three ways AI is going to fundamentally change technology business models. Can you walk the audience through those three areas that we put in the blog? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. There's so much hype happening right now with regard to AI, and there really doesn't need to be. I think we're going to go through a trough of disillusionment here shortly. Um, but organizations really can break it down to three specific dimensions of applying artificial intelligence to improve their business operations. The first one is data-driven decision-making. And in and of itself, that's not an AI-specific cool capability, but what it is is fundamentally critical to master this skill of data-driven decision-making so that you can continue to accelerate your artificial intelligence capability. So I, I would say it's very foundational. You can't do anything other than art project, the AI implementations without some sound data science and data analytics. And so those are the first two acts of uh, aspects of data-driven decision-making. And you can then apply layers to that, like machine learning and robotic process automation. Nothing new in the industry, but if you're not applying the right data science, you're probably not applying the right machine learning to solve the right problems. And so that's the first dimension is that data-driven decision-making. The second dimension then is efficiency and cost reduction. 
And when we play off the first one to the second one, we can and should be applying data to make decisions in every day-to-day activity, making objective decisions, removing the noise, subjectivity, and frankly, emotion. Uh, And then as we look at the second category, efficiency and cost reduction, it's applying that those capabilities that are going to drive efficiency in operations. Look, we all know that the economic headwinds are not letting up just when we think we're in the clear, something else happens, another small bank fails, or there's another major layoff happening. And we would assert that you want to use this data-driven machine, uh, data-driven decision-making and machine learning and robotic process automation to drive further efficiency and cost reduction in your operations. There is no time like the present right now. And then the third dimension is enhanced customer experiences. We do believe that artificial intelligence, especially some of the newer capabilities that are emerging like large language models, uh, generative uh, AI, uh, that we are going to see this fundamentally evolve the customer experiences. It's going to help us design better solutions. It's going to help us create better interaction with our customers through whatever interfaces it is that we're using. So those are the three different dimensions, Thomas. Data-driven decision-making, efficiency, cost-reduction, and Fantastic. And, you know, just to put a little meat on the bone here for the audience on this, the TSI research team right now, we are actively writing up case studies on how member companies are deploying AI. And I just interviewed an executive at OpenText who is applying AI in terms of how they work on content for their education services. And in that case study, which will be coming out here a little bit, it, it hits on two of the three parameters that you just put on the table. So by leveraging AI tools for content development and education materials around their products, they basically are realizing incredible efficiency and cost reduction. You know, you're talking about a team that uh, the same amount of content Developers were supporting eight products. Same number of people are now supporting 50 products. They've taken like 47% of the time and effort out for refreshing materials. And then when you think about the customer experience, well, you know, one of the biggest challenges tech companies have is keeping their educational materials up to date for their customers, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, new product release or this change or, oh, we have a new best practice here. And now they're able to refresh this information for the customer at such a higher rate, it's going to be, you know, a, a much better experience. So just one case study that hits on, you know, two of those markers. I'm just curious, you know, right now, what are some of the interesting case studies that you're seeing out there in the wild? Yeah, great question. And I went on this journey a few weeks back to try to find real world cases, sort of like you described here. And I started a paper, it was going to be called Eight AI Capabilities for managed services organizations. And by the time I got done writing it, we're now up to 18 capabilities. These are low hanging fruit things that companies are doing right now. And I'm gonna give you two different examples and some some aspects of those. So there is an organization that we work with that has applied intelligent human resource allocation capabilities and intelligent technical resource allocation capabilities to their managed as a service and cloud business. They operate and orchestrate all of these together. And the first one is workload prioritization. So what are the things that we can and should be prioritizing within our workload? 
And the artificial intelligence algorithms can go in and analyze where is the most pain, where is the highest degree of incidences that are requiring human intervention, and how do we... So you're talking about workload optimization for human capital, not not workload optimization on the compute side. Oh. So this is using AI to figure out and optimize how you're deploying your talent, right? Your rare and hard to find technical talent. Amen. And you might sit there with your yeah. professional services team, your implementation team with a warm bench, just waiting for activities to work on. Whereas you can apply mm-hmm. artificial intelligence and data science to understand exactly what you should be having them move on to and exactly what the patterns are telling you where you're going to need to apply those resources next. And, and they're leveraging yeah. skill matching on top of that. So what are the skills based yeah. on the challenges the team had, yeah. based on the resource challenges that the organization faced? Well, you know, and just to project out a little bit, I, mean, I think about, you know, the good old days in professional services and in resource optimization is always a pain, yeah. right? Especially in a project-based business. And so what you put on the table is using AI to better optimize your current resource pool. And obviously, it's just one click over to start using AI to basically help inform your pipeline in terms of talent. What skills are we predicting we're going to be short on, right? What should I be developing now? What should I be hiring? So there's just tons of potential there in terms of you know helping you, know, you be more effective with the talent you have. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And so that's the, the human resource side. And if you look at the other side of that same coin of resource management and allocation, HP Enterprise, with their GreenLake uh, Adaptive Managed Services capabilities applied a couple of years ago, they actually won a STAR award from us on their implementation of artificial intelligence, doing things like dynamic scaling of capacity requirements for the customer, load balancing. So artificial intelligence is much better at finding the most optimized technical resource allocation for the organization. Those are just two really quick examples that are delivering real results, right? Yeah, right right now. Again, this is the difference, you know, the fact from fiction, past the hype. These are things that are happening right now. And it's it's moving fast. And and our biggest concern, and again, something you and I have talked about quite a bit, is that management teams are are flat-footed on this topic. I mean, everybody knows AI is going to be important. They know there's, you know, that that it has potential. but, you know, we're focusing on how are companies organizing and operating their AI initiatives. And I'm curious, you know, as we start this research on this, you know, what are you hoping to learn over the next few months as you and I are chipping on this topic? Yeah. So things I'm hoping to learn and things I'm hoping to advise the community on is there are practical steps that can sound overwhelming uh, for organizations that are facing this AI-driven transformation. What do I do next? Where do I even start? What do I focus on? So we're going to discover and document what those practical steps are. We'll be introducing a series of frameworks on those approaches that organizations will make. And then also taking the mystery out of it and showing that this is not an art project for many organizations and continuing to document these real world cases where customers are applying AI today or or a member of the community. Yeah. And what you're articulating there, I think, is really one of the most common questions I'm hearing from executive teams when I talk about, you know, what are you doing with AI? Is they're a little overwhelmed, 
and they're trying to figure out again what they do next. But you know, right now we have a poll open exploring how companies are structuring for their AI initiatives. And it's early days on the data here. We just opened it up. But right now, I just looked at the snapshot this morning. It's interesting that over 70% of the respondents report that they have no processes to share AI best practices across departments or AI pilots. And this is something we see, right? You know, I, I pilot in, in sales or I pilot in services, whatever. And everybody has to reinvent their learnings, right? Which is a missed opportunity. So that's still a little immature. And also, you know, over 70% of the people report they do not have a C-level executive responsible for the AI strategy of the company. And again, I just strongly believe that's a huge miss. This is too big of a thing to not have somebody really focused on it because it's really, it's a strategy of what your company is you know, going to fundamentally look like you know, three or five years from now. And I'm curious, what do you think is at risk here for companies that are not organizing effectively, not aggressively exploring how AI is going to impact their business model. But what are the table stakes? Uh, It's going to sound over the top, but relevance and ultimately survival. That's what's at stake here. And one of the things that keeps me up at night is we see patterns repeating. So we saw the same approach with as a service transformation, where it's very departmental or siloed or business unit oriented, and there's not someone at the corporate level driving it. We saw it again a couple of years ago as companies tried to lean into digital and data-driven transformations, uh, where it's very art project-y across the company. And those two transformations were already complicated enough, but now we're seeing the same exact pattern emerge in artificial intelligence. And these changes, these transformations are happening faster. And so ultimately, they're going to be a have-not, and the future is owned by the have. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do believe stakes are are really high here. I mean, I can't emphasize that enough. And in this podcast episode right here is really a call to action. And the call to action here is to go out to TSI.com and sign up to participate in this research journey on AI. Complete the first poll that we have open right now, and you'll be able to get the insights that come out of that when we publish those. Uh, and then follow the insights that start spewing out over the next few months, right? We're just going to keep coming out with learnings. And then ideally... Join us in Orlando next May, where we're going to have the entire conference built around how member companies are deploying AI capabilities. So we've got a big commitment to help the community on this topic. George, hey, thanks for joining me today in this mini episode. Cheers. Cheers.